0: Lotus FM News with Tracy Veligam. Good morning. The recent spate of attacks on foreign nationals in South Africa is likely to be discussed at the one-day meeting of the SADC Extraordinary Summit, which starts in Harare later this morning. Seven people, including three South Africans, were killed during the attacks with shops belonging to foreign nationals looted and thousands displaced. As Ntobo Mokobo reports, countries whose nationals were affected, like Malawi, Mozambique, the DRC and Zimbabwe, Want answers. South Africa admits that attacks on foreign nationals have shamed its reputation. And today, President Jacob Zuma will come face to face with at least 10 presidents in the region to explain the shameful deeds of his countrymen. And Malawian Foreign Minister George Chaponda says this one cannot be ignored. I don't think we can comfortably talk about industrialization without an issue which is of interest to everybody. It is most likely that President Zuma will address this issue. It's not only Malawians, also Zimbabweans have been affected. DRC has been affected. Meanwhile, South Africans were united in condemning their attacks through marches and social dialogues. The Railway Safety Regulator says the driver of the second train passed through a signal danger sign before the fatal crash in Denver, southeast of Johannesburg yesterday. 240 people were injured and one person was killed when an express train collided with a stationary train at the station. The regulator's spokesperson, Babalwa Umpendu, says the preliminary report will be released this afternoon. We know that the, the driver of the second train, which was the express train, did pass a signal at danger, which is a great signal. And we are also investigating the issue of speed. Certainly, there seems to be some elements that indicate that based on, on a number of things. So we, we certainly are investigating that in more, more detail. The KwaZulu-Natal Department of Education will spend over 2.5 billion rand on developing education infrastructure in the province. The infrastructure budget was cut last year due to pressures that the department experienced from its huge wage bill. MEC Peggy Ngonyeni says due to the recurrent nature of the wage bill, The budget cuts implemented last year will be carried into the 2015-2016 financial year. However, Nkonyeni says they are still committed to developing school infrastructure despite the funding challenges. She says this includes completing the construction of 29 new schools in the province. 100 public ordinary schools are to be provided with water supply. 100 public ordinary schools are to be provided with electricity. 100 schools are to be supplied with sanitation facilities. 1,450 classrooms are to be built. 1,000 specialist rooms are to be built. More than 200 schoolgirls abducted from their school dormitories by Boko Haram militants last year are not among the nearly 300 girls and women rescued in an army operation yesterday. The Nigerian military says it has rescued 200 girls and 93 women from Boko Haram camps in the northeast of the country. The BBC's Tommy Aladipo. They say they're interviewing these women and girls, trying to find out their identities, trying to find out where their homes are and what the circumstances were when they were taken. Obviously, the global concern is about the schoolgirls from Chibok. but the military has made mistakes in the past about revealing the identity of people. It's freed. It said at the point that it had found these girls when it turned out not to be true, and I think they're being cautious at the moment not to make those same mistakes again. Australia has recalled its ambassador in Indonesia in protest at the execution of two Australians who it said had been rehabilitated during their 10 years in prison. Brazil's government has also expressed its deep dismay at the execution of one of its citizens. But there was delight for the family of a Philippine woman. After her execution was called off at the last minute, Indonesia yesterday executed eight convicted drug traffickers, seven of them foreigners by the firing squad. The BBC's Alice Bodhisattirio reports. Even after all the international appeal, the emotional pleas from the family members of these drug convicts, uh, the government has always insisted that they would carry out the execution. but. At the very last minute, the Indonesian president, Joko Widodo, decided to spare the life of the one woman in the group, a Filipina, Mary Jane Veloso. And that's because of a request by the Philippine president, in light of the development, that a woman had come forward in the Philippines, admitting to be the person who framed Mary Jane Veloso to bring the heroin into Indonesia five years ago. Your top story this hour, the recent spate of attacks on foreign nationals in South Africa is likely to be discussed at the one-day meeting of the SADC Extraordinary Summit, which starts in Harare later this morning. For Lotus FM News, I'm Tracy Velidham. I'll be back with headlines at 7.30.